I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. It's July, and we're still in the middle of the pandemic. We've been in the middle of this for, what, four months or so now. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, of course not, unless you're a Highlander who lived through the plague. This crisis does feel different, though, doesn't it, from all the other global crises we've faced? The real ones, I mean, not the big screen inventions. Different because it's highlighting the dire situation we're experiencing in all areas of human life environmental, economic, health, even the NBA, we're all facing it. And as we work from home and avoid hugging our grandparents, the geniuses in Davos, who are largely responsible for leading us into this global mess in the first place, are now certain they can reset us out of it. It's an unprecedented window of opportunity that's closing fast and may never open again, is how Prince Charles puts it, and those rounded, eaten vowels hover in the air ominously. I don't buy it. And if you do, I hope we can give you a better perspective. Let's forget their reset. Let's talk about the true spiritual reset today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Well, I don't have a lot more to say. Claudia Bernhardt Pacheco will talk extensively in a moment or so about this. Just wanted to update you on our reading groups in English, free, exploring Dr. Kepi's vast and fascinating science of Analytical Trilogy. Get in touch with me if you're interested in more information on that, rich at richjonesvoice.com. We're streaming on the Stop Radio Network through iTunes radio stations and every major podcast catcher known to man. We're even in Spotify. (laughs) Love to have you joining us. We're back to talk about a true spiritual reset in just a moment when Thinking with Somebody Else's Head returns on the Stop Radio Network. The act of alienation is a struggle against seeing one's inner self. Norberto Cappi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. A key inversion in science. Always we are trying to extract energy from a material element. And its negative consequences. We provoke serious imbalances in nature. Corrected now with the Kepi Motors disinversion of physics. And we developed a way to have mechanical power with very little electricity. This will make a big change, not only in energetic efficiency, but also it will bring better energy in homes because it's magnetic energy. The Kepi Motor, new technology for a new world. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. You are listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are on the Stop Radio Network, and uh, Claudia Bernhard-Pasheik was with us. And I, I, I uh, requested you to come here today because I thought we need to talk a little bit about this great reset and how Dr. Kepi, you, Analytical Trilogy, sees the reset, the true reset. Because, you know, I was, I was watching a short, some short excerpts from these uh, guys at the World Economic Forum, you know, Klaus Schwab and... Prince Charles, Kristalina Georgieva, Antonio Gutierrez. All of these IMF people, United Nations people, World Economic Forum people, Prince Charles, whatever he is, talking about a great reset. And one thing struck me, Claudia, most most interestingly, and I think you'll have a lot to say about this. Uh, Klaus Schwab talked about our old systems are no longer fit for the 21st century. And I'm thinking our old systems were never fit for anything 
as a human being. They've been totally wrong for centuries. Now, and a large part of the reason they've been totally wrong is because of the people who are doing these presentations, (laughs) because of their orientation. So how is a great reset from the people that led us into the crisis going to lead to anything productive? It's impossible. It will be be a disaster on top of disaster. Is that how you're seeing it, too? You mean that people who brought the chaos is telling us that they are going to organize and put order. Yeah, and and now they're saying, we're all in it together. This is the usual thing, you know. The banks have completely gone bankrupt, like 2008. Now we, the people, have to help with the... This is always as if so, we were the guilty as ones. We're, as if we're the guilty ones, yeah. yeah. This is so incredible to see. And I don't know if people are perceiving that fully. Well, we have think? two major problems in here, yeah. Richard. Yeah. One is that human beings are totally uh, inverted, upside down, as Dr. Kepi has been telling and, and we have been telling in our advising and teaching in our classes and therapies and books and TV shows and whatever. And everything is upside down. So never, ever, a civilization could come to a good, a good conclusion or to a good accomplishment if it's upside down. So our development goes to the opposite direction from the true development. So this is one problem. The other problem is that this organization, having people in power, so much power, economic, political, judiciary, legislative... Legislative. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, that word. So uh, the people who brought these concepts are the people who did whatever they could to be in power. And people who are like this, that have the thirst for power, they are the sickest ones, the most upside-down, envious, arrogant delirious people but the people the regular people we the people we the people we don't perceive this inversion and we admire the people in power and people in general believe that people in power the they are the rulers the capable ones and if you pay attention if you bring from the people a leader when it, he gets to, or he or she gets, to a position of power, they express all their pathology and inversions. Yeah, and by the time they get there, they're probably so corrupted anyway, just to yes. get to that position. Yes, exactly, exactly that. So this is a major problem, pathology, in the structure of civilization. So in one hand, Richard, I feel that we would need a kind of stop to this um, loose locomotive running. Yeah, crazy train going forward and running to the precipice. We say hell-bent hell bent in the wrong direction. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so we needed some kind of stop. And we have been talking a lot in the stop at the destruction of the world meetings with international participants, how could, how could this, the world stop and correct all these inversions still yeah. in time? Yeah, that's a good question. 
because you see the planet is really being destroyed the environment is really being destroyed human beings are really being destroyed with toxic food and all kinds of toxics yeah. you you start from the food and then you go to the air and then to the water and then also to the technology which is very toxic this kind of um, instruments we use every day like cell phones computers they are tremendously toxic yeah, not just toxic when you throw them in the garbage they're toxic in terms of their radiation yes. for the human being yes to our health yeah including mental health so we needed a stop so in this sense i think my god you're hopeful somehow we are there we are in the stop moment to reflect and to decide what is the future we choose what is the future we expect to have can i tell you what what my concern about this is claudia i had a friend years ago who used to dominate meetings by being the guy with all the ideas. You could tell that he would sit around thinking about ideas, you know. And so he would come to the meeting with ideas, and everybody just sort of gave him control because he had all the ideas and everybody else was too lazy or too uninvolved mm -hmm. to propose ideas. This is one of the challenges with we the people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to pay attention now in this in this moment, not to just say, oh, well, they're figuring it out. They're in Davos, Switzerland. They're going to figure out. They're going to come with a plan. And So you know, now, it, we, now it's our we, turn. <laughs> it's, it's a time for us yeah. to put our heads above the water or above or go outside of our small worlds and cages and our homes and houses and do almost all the time the opposite of what they intend us to do. Yes. Because what they are planning, this reset and this stop to start all over again in this new world order they are proposing is something that maybe they have in mind something so logic, so intellectually coherent. Like a psychopath. Like a psychopath. But in practice, in practice, this will be even a bigger chaos and destruction, because what they bring is a psychotic kind of thinking, yeah. delinquent kind of thinking, very sick kind of thinking. So whatever they are planning to do, it's now or never, I say. As Prince Charles said, maybe we will not have another chance in history yeah. to turn things back to the normal order, to the original order. Yeah. You yeah. see, so to convert humanity, to disinvert humanity to the right order, which is the, the original divine order, That's, the natural order. That really strikes me as being interesting. It's like a type of, um, but not, the, not the, the back to the normal that Prince Charles is proposing, but this true... He's not proposing back to the normal. No. Proposing is, uh, Prince Charles is proposing a new plan, right. a new world order, which is, <laughs> which is, by the way, a very psychotic kind of thinking. You know something, Richard? When a, a client comes to analysis, when they bring this idea that they, they want to change something in themselves so they are able to accomplish their ideas, their will, their plans... Their, well, their illusions. 
They bring so many idealizations outside reality yes. that they they tend to be the sickest clients. Yes, that's so. And they have such a strong will. They are not lazy. They have such a strong, resilient will to accomplish an inverted, upside-down will and idealizations. Yeah. So we are in danger now, yeah. a real danger. Yeah, you, I was showing, uh, to try to help my students understand this, I was showing an excerpt of a TV program with you and Dr. Kepi talking about this, right? That um, the purpose of analysis, psychoanalysis, your psychoanalysis, is not to help the person to change to help the person to see, to understand what the cause is. And that's one thing that's really clear in this great reset. Nobody is stopping and saying, well, how did we get here? <laughs> I think we got here because of what we've been doing. Jeez, guys, we better, we better pay attention to that. Nobody is saying that. Now suddenly it's just, we've arrived at this situation, miraculously, naturally, together. And now together, we need to work together to reestablish a new Normal. My really concern, crazy, yes. my preoccupation is that there are many spiritual people, religious people, good people that were waiting for this, looking forward to these apocalyptic times right. of a big change. The end of times. The uh, end of as times. They say, right? So my concern is that those people will be waiting for something, just waiting for a miracle, and not realizing that we must take the the, um, the the bull by the horns yes and the, take the, the wheel reins, take the reins of the yeah, yeah of our future yeah with god with the help of god for sure but we must do our choices and uh, and realize what is going on otherwise how can jesus or god or the holy spirit or whatever you think or the, the islamic think God, yeah, Allah, yeah, yeah. or the, the, the Hindu people, yeah. they were looking forward to this period of peace also. But how can we as human civilization start something new if we don't realize that we are upside down well, and have been doing everything wrong? Let's so. talk about this, Claudia, because you know, there's a big um, sort of general idea that everything's happening for a reason. Yeah. Right. That this is happening naturally. It's a natural progression. And what you're saying is, no, we have to, <laughs> we have to take care with this. You know, there are some religious, uh, theo like uh, some theologians, and they discuss who uh, plays the biggest role in the process of redemption. Is it only God in one hand, or is it humanity? In the other hand, yeah, choosing plan. and doing and and making efforts to get there to God. This is a theological consideration. Yes, this is a theological consideration. Wow. Who saves us? Do we save ourselves through our choices and efforts, as uh, Inácio de Loyola proposed, the Jesuits? Or do we... Um, Are we just bobbing along on the ocean? And Jesus Christ already saved us yeah. through his blood and sharing the blood. Uh, that he uh, dying for us, dying for, our for sins. us in the yeah. cross, which is a very much Protestant kind of thinking. We are sinful people. We don't have any chances to to save ourselves by our own. So, in my understanding, both positions are not exactly true, because if we didn't have the grace and the energy of God 
and the orientation and God's plan and God's power and God saving us all the time and orienting and giving strength to us, we would never make it. But on the other hand, we have to stop seeing ourselves all the time as victims. We are not victims. We were, okay, we are somehow victims from this uh, inverted choice our foreparents did, like choosing the devil, choosing evil as something good and in... This is going to be good. This is going to give us a good result. So <laughs> Let's we, eat that stupid we apple have one. this, um, <laughs> like this excuse, as we can say, and right. that's why God is always helping. Right. But on the other hand, we cannot take away our responsibility now, now for our choices now. now. So if we are conscious of many things that we need to do or we need to avoid in order to have a better society. We cannot pretend we don't know it. We cannot hide. It's unethical and it's spiritually very dangerous to hide what we know. And that's what causes diseases to ourselves, mental, physical. When we hide from ourselves what we know, the truth we know. So if in this situation, Richard... We do not take responsibility for the future of humanity in this planet where Jesus Christ came, and not only, but uh, in, the, in the times of the Old Testament when God Father picked up some people to, to bring his message and his teachings to save the planet, to save humanity. So if we do not now take responsibility for this, we will feel the consequences. Yeah, this is, I think... And this is not a chastisement. No. This is reality. This is, this rea- is natural. This is, this is science. I, I love this. I was never very comfortable with this new age idea that everything's happening for a reason, that there's a natural progression to evolution. I thought, well, then, what what am I supposed to do? Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, okay, I'm reading books, and I'm like... A, and and people, people think that by reading the books, by believing the ideas, that I'm part of this... A natural evolution, and not that I, we need to get our God ass out of the does, chair. <laughs> God doesn't want us to be stupid, dependent yeah. children. If otherwise, He would not give us the free choice, the freedom of choice. He wants us to be responsible, yeah. and His partners and his companions and his friends. Didn't he give us, Claudia, at the very beginning, didn't he give us the dominion over this planet? Yes, sure. Didn't, didn't we name the animals yes, and name yes, the plants? Yes. Didn't we? Like, we so were, it was, uh, he, he shared yeah. the creation with us. Even in having a baby, you can see that he shares the, yes. the beauty of creation yes. with human beings. He doesn't want dependent, stupid people. He wants partners. He wants He wants friends. People who are at his side, almost co-creating with him, or at least particip- participating, in, participating the in the creation, taking care of the creation. Not just sitting around and saying, well, now what do I do with this creation? Yes, <laughs> and let's wait with okay. the, like, yeah. uh, coming from heaven, everything. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, this is stupid. Or even this, waiting for him to come back. Yeah, and to change things it, for it, us. Yeah. So he will come back, or his spirit Yes, always here. Always here, sure. But we need to take responsibility. And that's the thing, because 
I know, I am sure, not everybody is willing to do this. Yeah, that's maybe So, naturally, <laughs> energetically speaking, there will be a clash between people who want to take responsibility and more, are more spiritual, more ethical, more active, proactive to goodness, beauty, and truth. And those who want just to, to enjoy, to take advantage from their powerful yeah. situations yeah. and from their materialistic and egotistical... Sure, here, we have a crisis, let's it, make money. Yeah. So this is something that doesn't fit in the kingdom of God or the, let's say, let's speak as, as um, scientists. This does not fit in a natural order of society. A society which is not fair, which is not, like if the energies do not resonate accordingly as nature is meant to, to be and to do, if we do not resonate accordingly to our essence, then trouble comes. Yeah. You're, you're bringing now, of course, the uh, opposite of the idea of evolution. You're bringing the idea that we have an established way, if you want to call it it's that. It's a genetical it, DNA. Yeah, it's inside the way it's the human being It's in nature. Being. It's in nature. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah. It's natural. It's, it's in our great. DNA. We, we are programmed in a sense, to be good. Yes, to be sociable, good, cooperative, loving. Working in harmony with nature, yes, working in harmony with others. Yes, yes. With the true rules, to be the fair, true laws. To be, of the, it's so logical. I agree. Otherwise, we destroy nature. We destroy everything if we do not follow the laws. Are you sort of thinking that we need a kind of social disobedience, spiritual disobedience to the crazy world that's been created. We need to sort of be disobedient to we that. Wanna, we need to rebel from the wrong powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to be obedient to the right power, which is the power of nature, God's nature. Don't let, uh, let's not take away God from this idea of nature because nature is so... Harmonics. It works in such a perfect. It would be impossible for any person to do something that, as God does in the perfection and so prolific, so so much, so much he does. But if uh, yes, Richard. I was going to say, could I could I tell you about Dr. One of Dr. Kippy's graphics that I was working with recently in the classroom was this uh, the. The three secrets to being happy in life. Mm -hmm. The first one was don't desire more than you already have. The second was don't do what you want, do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And the third was always consider yourself uh, below. below. And I, those three rules were interesting because the first one, don't desire more than you want, that's about gratitude which is a tremendous virtue. And holding back um, uh, lust, avarice, 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 lust. Voracity. Voracity. The second, don't do what you want to do, do what you should. That's about obedience. Yes. And that's one that human beings, I can speak Holding from Holding back egotism. Yeah. Megalomania. Yeah. Delirious Bad thoughts. thoughts about others. And the third one about, um, which was, uh, now I forgot what it was, or I said it and I forgot what it was. Oh, to be below. yourself lesser. About humility. Yes. These are virtues. And in this sense, psychopathology, the study of psychopathology 
meshes, let's say, with the ideas of the religious people. Yeah, absolutely. Right? The, Beautiful. the true religious ideas. True religious The true ideas. religious that they abandoned. Gorgeous. It's absolutely The religious fabulous. people abandoned this concept. They may even sometimes speak about it, but they don't follow. Yeah. We Most of them don't follow. And this is something that creates a, an enormous tension between... Uh, religious people and lay people because there are so many lay people willing to do good things in life but they want to follow the religious and the religious are, you know, just (laughs) disobedient from from what they were meant to do. So this is a big problem also to be considered in this situation. The clash between religious people inside the Catholic Church itself it's so big at the moment. We have already a kind of schism. Schism. Yeah. Yeah. Separation somehow. Yeah, we have it already. But uh, I see that very few of them understand what is going on. Some of them want to keep conservative with the dogma and laws coming from above of the hierarchy of the church. And some of them want something more liberal and everybody doing whatever they want, which is also not something... Dangerous. uh, Yeah. (laughs) So we need also inside the church a reform to disinvert their philosophies, not the dogma, but their philosophy of life. They're like the dogmas of the church, which is not the dogmas of... Realities. uh, The the theological, spiritual dogma, which is different. Like, like for instance, if you do not go to, to Mass every Sunday, you are condemned to hell. This is a mortal sin. So this is a law of the church. Yeah. So let, let me ask you, as we come sort of towards the end, uh, if, if I'm somebody listening today, I'm thinking, wow, 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 I want to be part of this that you're talking about, this mm-hmm. uh, union with God's actions on the planet uh, for good. What can I do? What, how can I Why be Why don't of you that? invite them to join your reading groups yes. in English? We have our reading groups, and I want to inv- actually invite people to join that. Mm-hmm. It's an international class, all being done in English, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to get to understand Dr. Kepi's work. We're working very hard on the ABCs of Analytical Trilogy course mm-hmm. online, but it's not ready yet. But we have books, we have um, courses. It's important uh, that people understand... We are scientists that have that consider spirituality as one of the threefold uh, aspects of analytical trilogy: and theology, your, philosophy, and science. And your work is very practical. There are practical things. There are books and TV shows and courses. There are trilogical residences. There are trilogical a trilogical college and a trilogical college. Now you're having very soon. You have the <laughs> second trilogical college. Oh, great! Which is going to be. At distance courses on yeah. the, uh, alone only. Yeah, you mean so. So let's let's invite people to get in touch with me, and I'll I'll direct them in whatever way I can to what people can do because you know, this uh, idea of sitting around waiting that's yeah. never been very interesting now to me. Now we need to be <laughs> alert because m- most of what they are suggesting will be the new world order. Exactly, will be the like the order, the upside down order. Uh, which reminds me the Luciferian order, the evil's order, which is the pathology of power, the pathological in power, the pathology in power, which is very dangerous. So this is the moment everybody stops and think, is this the life you have chosen for you to live? Are you sure? 
You want to be just like locked up in your homes, in the computer, in an online life, like an artificial digital kind of life, being controlled and being um, like bitten by something they claim it will be the salvation for their health, which is this small injection, which I'm not going to mention because otherwise your program, they could take it away. So this is a big, big danger, enormous danger we are going through. And don't believe in all the sites that claim that conspiracy theories and fake news are opposing to their new rules they are bringing. Don't believe in these sites because they are built to do this. Use your own common sense. Use your own reason. Use your ethics and believe more in your intuition. Your intuition is the door to to the angels. So if you want to have a better understanding, don't believe in everything they tell you. And use your common sense, your intuition, and the feelings of this good feelings that comes from our guts, like life and love and sharing and being merciful and being loving and helping each other and sharing with each other our good energies. Because our good energies, the energy of love, is magnetism. And magnetism is the the force of life, the life force that comes mostly from the feelings of goodness, the enjoyment of beauty and being truthful. So don't forget your essence is all about this. And be wise. Now we are in the stop moment. We have always looked for a stop moment. So pay attention. Yeah, this is me paying attention. Hope you are too. You know, there's so much dismissal of ideas outside the mainstream view these days. Everything that doesn't conform to the official view is labeled conspiracy theory. Great way to stop debate. Spin doctoring at its finest. I even had a video of a Canadian MD testing her blood after exposure to cell phone radiation taken off my YouTube channel. The Zuckerbergs and Gateses crazy to control the dialogue around all this. I know you're not falling for that either. Please pass on our shows and join us next time for another episode of Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Since the beginning of all civilizations, they had always manifested an enormous interest and knowledge about the spiritual life and spiritual beings. It's a world of ancient wisdom that modern science has eliminated. The arising philosophy of positivism preferred to base science on material happenings. So, only what you can see and touch and feel is real. Now, spirituality is being put back into science. Imagine what would happen if people start considering this as a real thing. Not only as a religious thing, but also a real scientific thing. Imagine what would happen. Norberto Kepi's Universe of the Spirits, a scientific analysis, available in the bookstore at stop.org.br. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network.